And welcome back, y'all, to Mountain Mama's Famous Fantasy Football League Podcast. I'm your host and commission, Tyler Wood. It's Tuesday, October 29th, and week eight is in the books. We've got just five weeks left in the regular season, and the playoff race is heating up. It's going to be an exciting one again. Just one trade to update you guys on since the last pod. Dave has agreed to send running back David Montgomery to Tyler in exchange for wide receiver Curtis Samuel. All right, now let's go ahead and not waste any time at all, and let's go ahead and jump into the game recaps from Week 8. We'll go ahead and start in Turnertown for our first matchup as number one Tyler wins his career-long sixth straight game, which moves him into a tie with Dylan, Eric, Aaron, and Dave for fourth all-time. He improved to 8-2 and two against Ryan with a 156 to 105.5 win as Ryan has now dropped five straight after his 3-0 start. Ryan had five starters in double figures and was led by RB1 Saquon Barkley as he had 19 carries for 64 yards and also added eight catches for 79 yards and a touchdown, scoring 23 points in their loss to Detroit. The biggest disappointment was quarterback Kyler Murray who busted for 9.5 fewer than his projection in their loss to New Orleans. And then just like last week, an added disappointment to this, uh, the QB position, is that Aaron Rodgers put up 26 on the bench. For Tyler, he had six starters in double figures and was led by RB2 Latavius Murray for a second straight week. He had 21 carries for 102 yards and a touchdown while adding nine catches for 55 yards and another touchdown scoring 31.5 points in their win over Arizona as he came in for an injured Alvin Kamara once again. The next star was the New England Patriots defense as they scored 11.5 more than their projection in their win over Cleveland. The wide receivers were key in this one. Michael Thomas and Julio Jones combined to outscore Larry Fitzgerald and Tyler Boyd by 32.5 by themselves. With the win, Tyler is the first team to clinch a playoff berth for the 2019 season. He'll be making his second career playoff appearance, first since 2015. Our second matchup of the weekend was the lowest scoring game of the week in a defensive battle. Dylan wins his second straight as he takes down Nick 74.5 to 65 on the road. Dylan had just three starters in double figures and was led by quarterback Josh Allen as he was just 16 for 34 for 169 yards and two touchdowns while adding 45 rushing yards, scoring 16 points in their loss to Philadelphia. The only starter to score more than their projection was the Minnesota Vikings defense. They scored seven more than they were projected to in that sloppy win on Thursday night against Washington. Just like matchup number one, the wide receivers were key in this win as well, as John Brown and Odell Beckham Jr. outscored Sterling Shepard. Yes, that wasn't a mistake. Sterling Shepard and Corey Davis by 14 points. Nick had two starters in double figures and was led by quarterback Tom Brady as he was 20 for 36 for 259 yards and two touchdowns, scoring 18 points in their win over Cleveland. The biggest disappointment that played was wide receiver two Corey Davis, who was mentioned in the key to the game as he busted for eight less than his projection, scoring just one in their win over Tampa. Now, the biggest disappointment in general was wide receiver one Sterling Shepard being left in the lineup as he was ruled out with a concussion before the game started on Sunday. He and Dawson Knox both goosed for Nick this weekend. 
And our third matchup of the weekend was the primetime matchup between number four, Braden, and Dave in the battle for sole possession of second place in the East. Braden snaps Dave's four-game win streak and wins his fifth career primetime game, which ranks second all-time now. He took this one 140 to 129 and a half. We'll start with Braden. He had seven starters in double figures and was led by Flex 2, Cooper Cup, who caught seven balls for 220 yards and one touchdown, scoring 31 and a half points across the pond in their win over Cincinnati in London. The next star was wide receiver 2, Kenny Galladay, as he outperformed his projection by 12 points in their win over the Giants. The flex positions were the key in this win as Tyro Williams and Cup outscored Sony Michelle and Stephon Diggs by 25 and a half. Most of that was Cup, but still. Dave had five starters in double figures and was led by wide receiver two, Mike Evans, as he caught 11 balls for 198 yards and two touchdowns, scoring 36 and a half points in their loss to Tennessee. Two big wide receiver games here. I mean, Mike Evans facing off against Cooper Cup. That was a heck of a battle. RB1 Todd Gurley, wide receiver one T.Y. Hilton, and flex one Tony Michelle were the disappointments as they all busted for five less than their projections in all three of their wins. One milestone on the weekend for Dave, though, as he surpassed 7,000 career regular season points as he becomes the sixth coach in league history to do so. Our fourth matchup of the weekend had Christian looking to upset number two Bryson for a second time this year, but it would not happen this time. Bryson ran away with this one 119 to 84 and a half as Christian continues his offensive struggles. He's dropped three straight now. Christian had four starters in double figures and was led by RB1 James Conner, who had 23 carries for 145 yards and a touchdown while adding three catches last night, scoring 21 and a half points in their win over Miami. The biggest disappointment in the lineup was RB2 Chase Edmonds as he busted for 11 less than his projection as he was hurting this one and could miss multiple weeks. Bryson had five starters in double figures and was led by RB1 Dalvin Cook as he had 23 carries for 98 yards and a touchdown while adding five catches for 73 yards scoring 24.5 points in their Thursday night win over the Washington Redskins. Jamal Murray was the surprise star. He outperformed his projection by 8 points in their win over Kansas City on Sunday night. The quarterback position was the key in this one as Matthew Stafford outscored Kirk Cousins by 12 points. A couple of milestones for Bryson in this one. The first one, he passed Nick for 5th all-time in Century Mark Games with 31. And then the second, he also surpassed 8,000 career regular season points scored and becomes just the 4th coach to do so in league history. And our final matchup of the weekend had the only upset of the week as Eric defeats number three Chris 130 to 121 as they are now tied for second in the West now. I told you the playoff picture is heating up. I cannot wait to see how the West is going to turn out. For Chris, he had five starters in double figures and he was led by RB1 Aaron Jones who had 13 carries for 67 yards. But he added 7 catches for 159 yards and 2 touchdowns, scoring 36.5 points in their win over Kansas City on Sunday Night Football. 
The biggest disappointment was wide receiver two, Brandon Cooks, who busted for eight and a half less than his projection, and also flex two, D.D. Westbrook, who busted for eight and a half less than his projection as well, as they both combined for a grand total of zero. They both goosed in this loss for Chris. He did have one milestone, though. He passed Bryson Williams for ninth in Century Mark Games with 14. Eric had six starters in double figures and was led by Flex 2, Tevin Coleman, as he had 11 carries for 205 yards and three tutties, while adding two catches for 13 yards and another touchdown, scoring 36 points in their win over Carolina, as he helps Eric get back into the playoff discussion. The next star was Flex 1, Julian Edelman, as he outperformed his projection by 11 points in that win over the Cleveland Browns. The flex spots were the obvious key here as Edelman and Coleman outscored Devontae Freeman and D.D. Westbrook Westbrook by an outrageous 48 points. Now let's move on and check out the Week 9 poll that dropped earlier today. Our top four playoff teams as of today is Tyler staying in first, Bryson staying in second as the leaders of the East and the West divisions respectively, Braden moving up one to third, and Chris falling one to fourth, so the top four remains the same. Now, rounding out the rest of the poll, Dave stayed at five. Eric moves up two spots to sixth. Dylan stays in seventh. Ryan drops two spots back to eighth, and the bottom two remain the same with Nick at nine and Christian at ten. And then to piggyback off of that, the playoff percentages brought to us by Fantasy Pros each week. We've got Tyler, who's already clinched. Bryson at 99%, one win away. Braden, 81. Chris, 68. Dave, 27. Eric, 12. Ryan, 10. Dylan, 5. And Nick and Christian with 0% chance. And now the pickup of the week. Our week 8 pickup of the week. There were 13 nominees. A little bit less than, than last week. Christian had Chase Edmonds. The Lions defense, Kirk Cousins and Josh Hill. Eric had Matt Moore. Dave had the Colts defense. Braden with Ty Johnson, Cooper Cup, and Travis Kelsey. Nick had Dawson Knox. And then Bryson had Le'Veon Bell, George Kittle, and A.J. Brown. And this one is no doubt, I think everybody already knows this one. Braden gets the week eight pickup of the week with wide receiver Cooper Cup. As he scored those 31.5 points. And now the pigskin pick em on ESPN. It was a good weekend for all three competitors if we all went positive. Braden won it all, though, going 12-3. Tyler went 11-4. Bryson at 10-5. And, and through eight weeks, Braden leads the league with 80 wins. Tyler close behind with 75, and Bryson in third with 71. And finally... Our announcement for the primetime matchup. Our week nine game of the week is headed to Weston, West Virginia, back to the headquarters again, back to Turnertown, as 4 and 4 Dave is at number one, 7 and 1 Tyler for the Father Son Bowl as we kick off Rivalry Week. Dave will be making his ninth career appearance and his 4 and 4 all time. This will be his second primetime appearance of the year. He's now been in it back-to-back weeks. He's 0-1 this year. Tyler will be making his 10th career primetime appearance 
but he's just one and eight all time. This is his second appearance of the season, and he's one and zero this year. And that's gonna do it for us here on episode eighteen of the Mountain Mama's Famous Fantasy Football League podcast. We'll be back for some game previews for Week Nine, hopefully tomorrow, if not on Thursday before the Thursday night football game. Peace out. I'm